everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Heidi. And I'm Stephanie, and welcome to the new year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Woo, we made it. 2024. I'm happy to see 2023 in the back view mirror, whatever, you know? Oh, it was, uh, there were many good things that happened, but there were a lot of heart-wrenching things that happened as well. So good to be in a new year and new energy and new light, I think. So don't you agree? No, no, <laughs> I, it's not that I, I'm not happy to have a new year. I don't agree entirely with what you said, but um, because I'm not happy just to see it in the rearview mirror, I guess I'm happy. I mean, yes, it was a challenging year, but I think every year we could probably say that. So I just am looking forward to a new year, but I'm not sad, you know, or glad the old one is gone. I'm just like, oh, it's a change. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how I kind of feel about it. Well, that's why we make such good co-hosts, because we often think very differently. <laughs> yes. I'm glad to see it in the rearview mirror. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, you know, a new a new energy, new everything, and it's always a good thing, I think. You know, and for the last, today was my first day back to my day job after having many days off. And, you know, I laugh because normally I I always take this, that time off every year. It's kind of like my end of the year slowdown. And I always say, I'm going to sit and eat bonbons and read and watch movies and just be, and it never happens. It usually turns out that I'm way busier during that time than any other time of the year. Um, Last year I was busy having eye surgery and this, that, and the other thing. But this year turned out that the stars aligned and I was able to really just sit back and eat cookies (laughs) and watch movies. And I had a a lot of downtime and a lot of alone time and it was fantastic. It was much needed after the crazy, busy, wild, unruly year that 2023 was for me. So I needed that time to back down and I did and it was great and I just feel so much better, you know, and then the new year happened and yesterday I, I cleansed my house and it 
just feels so good in here right now. You know what I mean? So it's it's a new year. It's a new time. So I'm excited. Good. Sounds good. Yeah. Nice yeah. to have some downtime if you need it. Absolutely. And I did. And now, of course, we're back back into the swing. So, you know, it's going to be <laughs> just as crazy as it was before. And that's okay, you know. So, but I read, oh, so one of the things I did was I, I kept, I read, you know, and when I get a good book, I can't stop reading it, right? And if you, if you don't have to worry about working, you can stay up late, you can read all day, you can do whatever you want. And um, I happened to find a Wendy Webb book that I had not read. I guess I didn't even know it was out there. Tell me if you've read it. It's Mercy Elbin. Did you read that one? Mm-hmm. Yep. It was totally off my radar. I think it was the one that I hadn't read of all of her books. And it just popped out at me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to read this. And I read it in like, I don't know, one day. I mean, I mm-hmm. started and finished it because it was just good. And I, I had to know what happened, which is usual for her books for me, you know. So that was fun. And I reread um, Mets on Vallo, Val- which I think is a really good book, too. That's what started it, because I thought, I'm going to reread that book, because I don't even remember what it was about, you know? And then and then the other one popped into my, you know, I was looking for something to read when I got done with that one. And then the other one popped into the Kindle, and I'm like, oh, we got to get this one. So good book, good book. I think she is, like, one of my favorite authors. I love the way she writes, and when I start them, they don't get put down really till it's done, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Good. Good. Yeah, I read that one. I can't remember. It was a, it wasn't that long ago, but um, I read, I just read a whole bunch of her books because I wanted to get caught up. I hadn't mm-hmm. read, I think I'd only read like two. And so oh. I wanted to get caught up. So I just pounded them all and they're fun, easy read. So it's nice yeah. to, you yeah. know, just when you have a little extra time to be able to, sit down and get a good story and yeah so I read that I don't know when it was but it was good yeah 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 absolutely and you know what what I love about her is a lot of her books take place right here in Minnesota right most of them take place along Lake Superior so we all know the signs we all know the what she's talking about and of course that one was set at the Congdon Mansion you know which is fun and I haven't been there for 40 years you know Mm -hmm. but you still know exactly from the get-go oh this is the Congdon mansion you know mm-hmm. and so it was fun it was a good read um but yeah so that's yeah that's so that's what I've been up to I did you know went for a lot of walks um just kind of hung that's what I'll have to say I just kind of mm-hmm. hung you know good. it was it was good bonbons and tequila no bonbons and a lot of coffee a lot of coffee I went through a pound of Starbucks coffee since I don't know if it was a week or two before Christmas. <laughs> but I do make my coffee strong, you know? So, yes, it was it was good. It was absolutely good. How about you? Uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been a quieter holiday season, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the new year, here come the paranormal investigating classes. So we already start with 101 on Thursday, and oh I have 12 lined up between now and April. I know, which is good because I feel refreshed and ready to go at it again. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited. 
and I got some new equipment over the holidays, which was fun. So I'm excited to try it. I probably won't use it at the class on Thursday because the one-on-one class, we only investigate for like, I don't know, 30 minutes. So it's just a little little something at the end to give people a, a trial run. And then the 102s, we do all investigating. And so I'll probably bust it out for the 102 coming up later this month. But yeah, it's uh, back back at it with paranormal investigating classes and new equipment. So that's fun. So what do you think all these people do with what they've learned from your classes? Do they actually become paranormal investigators or are they just more interested in the whole art of paranormal investigating? Or so it, it's interesting because especially the one-on-one classes, I'm always interested in exactly that. Like what, what are you doing here? And mm-hmm. there's two, it seems, no, three, there will be three groups of people. The first one is they're just looking for something to do, right? There's a small small group of people who are like, hey, this looks interesting. I've never done it, never heard of it, never tried it, never whatever. And I won't see them again. Mm -hmm. Then there's a second group who enjoys the classes and they're interested and then maybe they'll try it or they'll just do it in the classes. You know, they'll keep taking the classes. Um, I've had people even come back and keep taking the one-on-one classes just because they enjoy the class. So they'll come over and over again just because they enjoy it. And then they'll keep going to the 102. So they're just, you know, like, um, you know, if I'm, if I schedule something, they'll go to it just to try it and know that it's safe and contained. It's not super late, you know, it's easy. Right. And then the the third group is the people that are saying, yeah, I want to do this. Every time they come back, they have more equipment. They've been somewhere else. And so they're expanding and, um, and, you know, some of them have started their own groups, too, which is awesome. So I'm I'm happy that people are, are doing this. You know, at least some people are getting something that they're saying, hey, I can do this on my own now. And, you know, I have had people who have started paranormal groups, but they're kind of just like winging it. And then they'll take my class and go back to their, you know, investigating with more knowledge. And, and so it's fun. It's cool. Um, so it's rare when we have people that are just they're just and they don't even know why they're there it's weird you know what people are there because they think it's interesting at the very least and then a lot you know I'm surprised at how many people are wanting to do it more you know than just through the classes so it's cool I think it's interesting that people actually take it over and over again because is it different every time you pretty much teach the same thing right well the yeah there's a core outline that I follow and Mm -hmm. But I'll, I mean, different people in every class ask different questions and, you know, you might go down a little side street, you know, that's off the the main outline Mm -hmm. and it's not anything that I've talked about or it wasn't something I talked about in the class that they were in before. And so there is usually some kind of new information. It isn't a lot or, you know, some, I mean, for some, for some of us, me included, what we cover, if I was taking that class for the first time, knowing, you know, what it is, I probably would take it a couple of times too, because there's a lot of information. And I was able to gather it through investigating, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, kind of like we both did where you just do it. And some of it comes from watching the TV shows, but really a lot of it's practical application. And so learning it that way, it's a, it's a step at a time where I'm teaching this class and you're getting two hours of nonstop information. 
like here's this here's this here because i want to cover a lot in the short amount of time so it's very it's a very packed class information wise so i can see where people even when they're taking people take notes furiously taking notes and i just um i can see where they'd maybe want to come back again and and do a refresh because there's just so much information so mm-hmm. but i do i do like to follow an outline you know i want to make sure that i stay on track so if someone asks a question that's totally out of left field i'm like well that's probably a different class or you know if we can talk about it afterwards you know because mm-hmm. it's not really not really part of this class yeah, so I can table it, but I like to, uh, you know, if something comes up, typically it's because it's supposed to, and the people that are there are supposed to hear it. So even if it's a little off topic, you know, it's something that we're supposed to, someone's supposed to hear it. So I talk about it, but um, yeah, so I was, I was actually surprised at how many people have taken the one-on-one class over multiple times. Yeah, that's how many people actually me. do that. That surprises me. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That really surprises me. But they enjoy it. They have fun with it too. Mm-hmm. And I do try and make it entertaining, not in a, a cheesy way, but, you know, I like have fun and, mm-hmm. you know, I do want to have fun with it. So I think people are entertained too, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not just uh, information, you know, reading off of a paper and you're ready to fall asleep. You know, it's not like that. Right. No. So, well. They would never come back if it was, you know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I doubt no, it. I know, because we have taught, you know, some has taught a few. Actually, we've taught quite a few, actually, down in Therable. And people loved it. I mean, people did. People do love it. And they love the investigation. And, um, but, you know, I know Jerry wants to, we've been asked to do some more down there. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, you know, here's the thing. I guess I'm. I'm better teaching somebody one-on-one than a group, you know, and I can do it. It's fine. You know, and we all play off each other and people loved the classes that we taught and they were absolutely full. I don't even, I think we must've had 50 people in one of them at one time. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of just, we're thinking about it, you know, doing another Mm -hmm. one. But, and you know, we have one of your students is one of our investigators now, which is fun, you know? Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, she came in and, you know, I, I, she's, she's great. You know, she needs um, a lot more training and that's awesome. You know, we will train her. So, but oh yeah, yeah it's, but, it would be impossible to give everybody, you absolutely. know, every, the whole oh, thing no. in one class. And that's, and we knew that. And, you know, yeah. we told her, you know, you know, one of the things I told her was, you know, I have a very different approach to things than Heidi does. And, it, it, we both get the same thing done, but it's totally different in our approaches, you know? And she said, mm-hmm. I get that, you know? And I'm like, okay, I just don't want you to think you're going to, cause she knew we were co-hosts, you know, and she listens mm-hmm. to the show. And I said, I just don't want you to think that I'm going to be Heidi, you know, which is, oh no, no. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's not going to happen. I'm the giggly one. I'm the loud one, you know, and this is how it is. So, but we take it seriously as well. You know, so, but anyway, yeah, that, that's fascinating that they take it over and over. I'm not sure that anybody took our class over and over. I guess Jerry would know more than me because I, I don't think I was there for the first one or two. And then I jumped in after that. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting that there is that much interest in it. I think mm-hmm. even at the off 
times of year. It's not even Halloween. It's not even fall time, you know? And of course, we know that spirits are active all year long, but mm-hmm. people don't really think about them unless it's fall and it's dark and it's dreary and it's scary and they mm-hmm. see things, you know? Yep. So, yep. well, cool. Very yeah. cool. So that is what is going on. But yeah, I'm glad we all had a quiet, you know, I and everybody I know seems to have had a quiet, um, a quiet New Year's too. You know, I know even my brothers, I talked to both of them yesterday and they said, well, what did you do? I said, well, Casey and I were home. She didn't go out. I didn't go out. We, you know, watched some TV you know, played a hand of rummy. I think I got beat. And I said, we didn't even make it up till midnight, you know, and, and both of them were new, did we? And I'm like, wow, what a bunch of slouches we are this year. (laughs) Well, but it's all good. It's all good. So Jerry's saying there were a few, I think that's, i never knew that Jerry. That is just interesting. It's very interesting to me. Hmm. Okay. Well, Anyhow, um, so speaking of paranormal, I was looking for the show. I was looking on the, um, I was looking for some paranormal news. Now, let me see if I can find this. Um, They had a, some group out of Scotland were doing like a uh, paranormal investigation, you know, like a public one. Mm -hmm. And they have a picture of what they say is a shadow person. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I had thought I had it. Um, here we go. Um, I'll put the link in here. Everybody, whoever is in the chat room, if you can get to it. Um, why is this coming up? This is weird. Well, maybe I won't get to it. Um, suspected shadow person. Here it is. Okay. So see what you think. Tell me what you think. They said they were shocked. It was one of those things where um, they had published these photos, you know, as we all do, as we all do when we've had public events, you know, we put, we public, you know, put pictures on Facebook, whatever, haven't really had a chance to look at them. And this one, they say, oh my gosh. And then suddenly here's this one and it's a shadow person walking by. They're bars. Yeah. I don't know what they say. It's a it's a bathhouse. You know, it was the Scottish Ghost Company, and they um, it's at the Ren Renfrew Baths near Glasgow, Glasgow, in Scotland. I don't I don't know what to think about that. It's it, interesting. It, it's interesting. I mean, it definitely has the shape of a human, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a shadow person. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and they said I, if you, when you scroll down, you can see kind of where they've altered the image a little bit mm-hmm. to enhance and see mm-hmm. more of the definition. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It almost looks like a guy in a baseball cap, honestly. But yeah, I don't know about I, the baseball hat, but yeah, I, I mean, it it looks that yeah, looks like a person. It's an interesting posture for a shadow person. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was a person and then somehow the camera. Right. When, That's when kind of what I was wondering. Paradelia, is that what they call it? You know, it just yeah. is kind of weird and, you know, whatever. Um, 
because yeah, that I don't know. I always kind of think shadow people are not so opaque. You know what I mean? You can see them, but I kind of think you can see through them too. Well, you know? it depends. I mean, some of them you can see through, and some of them I've seen shadow opaque shadow people. But mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm curious to. I'm just curious if there's another explanation for this, but it's a good, I mean, it's a good one. It gets you thinking. That's what I guess is cool. It gets you thinking about it. And that's what we want. I keep going up and down from the one at the top, the picture at the top where it's probably it's cropped. I think that's about it. It's only Mm -hmm. cropped. And then scrolling down where they did an enhanced inset and it's, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. But they thought you it was almost, it's interesting ahead. because when I look at the enhanced one, you know, that where it's much more black and white, much more white in there, you know, mm-hmm. um, it almost looks like someone carrying something. And I kind of think like the first thing I think of is a paranormal investigator carrying a piece mm-hmm. of equipment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the posture is what makes me think I don't think because there's much more um like someone standing instead of moving, yeah. but they've got one leg kicked out. Like they're, you know, how you kind of cock your hip, you know, and you kind of rest on one leg. That's the posture and someone's standing and holding a piece of equipment while they're standing there waiting. Yeah. And they've kind of, they've kind of kicked off to the side a little bit to prop themselves up. Yeah. So that's what it looks like, which none of that says to me, shadow person. Yeah. That to me says human that's mm-hmm. been standing there too long. Mm-hmm. And is getting tired. That's right. what it looks like to me. I think so. And too. and again, I'm 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 playing all sides here because it definitely could be a shadow person too. And I'm sure everybody in that room was like, no one was there. No one was there. I'm like, oh, okay, but mm-hmm. it looks like that's that's like a classic posture of someone who's been standing somewhere too long Absolutely. and they start to shift slouched back and They're forth. Kind of slouched. Yeah, yeah, slouched and they start shifting back and forth from one leg to the other because they're getting tired yeah. and they're holding something because that yes. arm is bent. Yeah. They're holding like a millimeter or something, yes. you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I know. And to me, it looks like whoever it is, is wearing a baseball cap, you know? And it could, that, yeah. Yeah. It could be. So um, to me, it, it just really has that kind of energy of. Yeah. And we don't know. Did they take it with a flash? Did they take it without a flash? Is this supposed to be an infrared picture, which it doesn't look like an infrared picture to me. No. So, uh, you know, and it, yeah, it looks, it looks three-dimensional to me. If you look at the one where the poop, which shows the pool and the whole nine yards, Mm -hmm. you can see it looks like a person walking, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't think of shadow figures as looking like that three-dimensional, you know what I mean? They right. look more like just wisps, kind of, sort of, you know? Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Anyway, it, everything about it to me says guy walking or, you know, standing there. And, you know, you get to how long after and you're looking through the photos or even the next day and you don't always know where your people were and they walking mm-hmm. around and then you start sharing this photo and everybody's like gosh it looks really good and you might even realize if it was you you're like i don't even know if i was over there i might have been but you don't say anything because it's a good shot and you know or you or you don't remember or you don't think it's you and so everybody just thinks it's you know and again i'm not trying to uh say that it's not legit i'm just trying to look at all the angles because that enhanced photo 
without it, I'm like, gosh, that looks like a shadow figure. With it, mm-hmm. I think that looks like a paranormal investigator that's been standing there way too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. Because we've all done it, right? You stand there and it's like... <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. So I've got, there's a couple of folks in the chat room that look, sound like they're on team Heidi. <laughs> no, there's no team, but you kind of shared my thoughts here, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I do too. Well, yeah. When I first looked at it before the show, I'm like, yeah, I, don't I think it's cool. I mean, I it love the cool. discussion that it gets going and I clicked on it to get to the Facebook page and there's quite the discussion um, I, it looks like everybody's all in favor of it being a shadow person, which is fine. Um, but it's cool that the topic of discussion is coming up because the more people that talk about this, the more it becomes mainstream to talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. And it gets less, um, there's just less stigma around it. There's less, um, you know, people thinking that this is nonsense or whatever. It's just, at least it gets the conversations going. So I appreciate yeah. that. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I really did get that. I really did get the conversation going. So that is awesome. Way to go. So yeah, that was that. But yeah, I yeah. I love I love looking at all this stuff, you know, but it's like, eh. you know, and the thing is they can say nobody's there, but honestly, when you think about it, after you've been on an investigation for a while, it's hard really to remember. Who was where, when, you know? Right, right. And, and that's what I'm saying. It could be an, mm-hmm. if it's a real human and they're not claiming it, it could be an honest mistake that they just don't remember. And that's a thing. That's absolutely a thing. So it's not anyone's fault or they're not trying to work it or play, you know, play this, you know, it could mm-hmm. be just they don't know and mm-hmm. don't remember or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. I got to say. It is cool. Yeah. And I love seeing some of these, like this building is this pool that they're in. We call it a bath, bath, yeah. you know, but yeah. clearly it's a pool. Um, it's cool. It's a neat building. So yeah, I'd investigate and investigating in a pool area. Pools are always really interesting. We've pools investigated a lot of buildings that have <laughs> pools in them. Yeah. And we just investigated one last month that had a pool and it was very, very active. We were in the pool area. We had to have uh, someone because they don't, well, here in, in certain areas, they don't just let people walk around near pools or you could fall in and die, right? And then the people in the building are responsible. So they have to have special permission to get us into the actual pool area. And, but we did, it was last month and it was so weird in there and act, it was active, it was really active. So yeah, I love pools and all that stuff so i don't blame them for walking around seeing something over there go over and check it out yeah you do do it mm-hmm. it's cool a lot of windows well, in there though That's you a- know and i always think pools are just spooky spooky ooky anyway you know i just i don't like them you know never have if i'm gonna go swimming show me the oceans show me a lake whatever a river i, I don't dig pools at all you know so you know, maybe there were just too many. I remember growing up, it seemed like there were a lot of kids that drowned in pools, you know, and so that might have something to do with it. But I think at night and when there's nobody in there, they almost look menacing, like, "Ooh, I'm going to come and take your life away from you. You know what I mean? I just ew, I don't like them. So, yeah, I do think there's probably 
a lot of energy. We know that it's water. There's a lot of energy there, you know? You know, I just want to state for the record, Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, we were talking about mermaids Mm -hmm. and we were talking about this lake that had mermaids in it up north, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you were all for jumping in. Absolutely. And even if a mermaid grabs your leg and pulls you down, like you're still, but you won't go in a pool where you can see the the ground. Yeah. Okay. Just stating that. So everybody understands where Stephanie's coming from here. Don't like pools. She can't handle a body of water. You can see the bottom, (laughs) (laughs) but she'll go into the murky depths and hope that a mermaid will pull her by the leg down to her demise. Just saying. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and you know, every time, almost every time we're out on the island, we go for a, uh, we go for a dip in the sea. And you know that those waves are crazy. I mean, Toki's pulled us many times, you know, but yeah, I don't know. There's just pools. I, I just don't like them. I just don't like them at all, you know, and they're just, ugh. Hmm. I don't know. We're all different. And I know you don't like lakes. You say you will never go on a lake. But to me, it's like, oh, you know, they're just so much better. (laughs) Well, I just. We're all different. Yeah. I mean, I go on them and I've gone in them. I just Mm -hmm. would rather not because you can't see what is creeping right up next to you. I mean, I've been in a lake and something brushed against my leg and I'm like, no. And it wasn't a plant. Yeah. And I have no interest. Have you seen some of the sizes of the sturgeons that are in these lakes here? No, thank you. Yep. No, yep. thank you. They're taller, well, longer well, than I am. No. So my rule of thumb is, though, we don't go swimming around sunset because that's when the fish all really start coming around. And you often will have, you know, little critters swimming by your legs. And <laughs> it's yeah, just I have no weird, interest. No. you know, no. but my brother, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but my brother has actually had sunfish that have grabbed him on his nipple. You know, and hung on there like he had my niece and it went like this. And here's this fish hanging on, you know. So, Hmm. yeah, there's lots of crazy things. But (laughs) I think we've totally gone sideways. So we're going to shift back. Jerry in the chat room has a uh, little topic he wants to bring to the the table here for our paranormal smorgasbord. He says, oh, we'll come back to it after we're we're on uh, break. My yeah, we gosh, have our... this, hour, this hour is going by fast. Yeah, yes, we we'll to... take it when we come back. <laughs> we... Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. For a truly unique podcast experience, we have you covered. Spirit Bayou with C.J. Dunham airs live from the Third Coast in Southeast Texas on Tuesday and Fridays at midnight Eastern Time, covering Creole folklore and folk magic to strange paranormal activity to new equipment for the field. C.J. Dunham is a Catholic swamp witch, a devotee to our Mother Mary in the Trinity, a true believer in our Lord, the Holy Ghost, and Christ. Peace be with your spirit and the spirits by you.
Jones. I want to give a huge shout out to Shauna and congratulations on her new podcast, Exploring the Paranormal Perspective. You'll hear some amazing guests like me, whatever, paranormal and true crime stories and more. Catch her Wednesdays at 8 Central on the Parax Radio Network. Whether you're listening at home, at work, or anywhere, thanks for making Parax part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal, Parax. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. We have our Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight. We've had some very interesting discussions already, and I want to get back to what we were going to start right at the beginning of the break. And Jerry had uh, found a percentage. Let's see if I can find it again. Uh, here it is. He said there are claims that 83% of the people, um, I guess people in general, uh, think they have paranormal activity in their homes. And he's asking us if we think that number is higher or lower. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's probably close. I, th- I think it's close. Oh, they may yeah. not talk about it. Oh, yeah. So people have had paranormal experiences, but maybe not talked about it or contacted anybody about it that they've had them, but they just brush it aside, you know? Or they do talk about it and they have investigated it or whatever, but 83% in all in, I think that's probably pretty, I would think it's pretty close. Yeah. I, yeah, that's that's probably true. That's probably absolutely true. <laughs> Jerry's talking about how he will not go in lakes either. And that um, when he was seven, his grandfather found a teen girl's body in the lake. Okay. That's well, there's all kinds of thoughts, you know, and I remember when I was little, my mom used to always take my brother and I to Lake Josephine and Lake Johanna, which is really close to where we live. And at Lake Josephine, there was a a big plane accident. There was a plane that had to land in the lake. They say that he ran into a um, somebody who was water skiing and that the water skier's legs were cut right off. And so hearing that as a, you know, five or six year old kid, I always thought I was I, I after that happened, I was like, no, let's just go to Lake Johanna because I was really afraid that I would, you know, stumble across legs on the bottom of the lake. You know, that's that makes me shudder, you know. Yeah, we never that, did. We never that did, would be but. that would be awful to hear as a child. Yeah, because you don't understand right? if if that actually happened. And who knows? It may not have. It might have been just, you know, he was hit or it was nobody hit. I mean, who knows if right. how. But you know how to hear it, stories go. Yeah. it doesn't matter if it's true or not to hear that as a kid and you believe it's true. That's terrifying. Right. It is terrifying as a kid. Uh, yep. Yep. But, you know. In fact, you know, I kind of don't think I've been swimming back there since I was a little kid because I refused. We, I said we had to go to, there were a couple, you know, I mean, there's, we have a million lakes around the house. So I think then we went to Lake Johanna or, or Turtle Lake or, you know, one of the other ones when we went swimming, Moore Lake. But yeah, no. Well, and can you imagine, (laughs) can you imagine if it was Lake Superior, the legs would still probably be intact. Right. Oh. <laughs> if it was oh, a nice no cold kidding, lake, right? they'd, be they'd just be preserved. laying there. Yep. <laughs> just legs laying there. 
Well, and you know what's even more interesting Ugh. than that? I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, or actually it was much longer ago than that, I was working with uh, I was working with a guy who grew up in that area, and we talked about that, and he said, I remember that, and I remember that those whole stories about, you know, body parts strewn about in the lake. And I'm like, so I'm not crazy. No, no, that's, he, he said, I totally forgot about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, what a crazy thing. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Jerry says, oh, I remember you telling me about that when we first met. Yeah, well, it's, you know, kind of sticks in your head. So, okay, so what is this paranormal activity made to police in Scotland? This link here, I haven't had a chance to look at it because we've been talking about so many other things that Mike put up. Um, 39 oh. calls involving paranormal activity made to police in Scotland. Says, well, Scotland is so haunted, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I've been there. It's, there's a lot going on. It's cool. I'd go back. For sure. Well, they have those, you know, they have those stone circles and, and you've read those books about, you know, the time travel back, you mm -hmm. know, those are good books. Um, can't think of what their name is now. Outlander. Outlander yeah. Um, um, yeah. A lot of these calls, though, are not anything happening. You know, it's, it's just um, they get tagged with paranormal but it a lot of it's not actually paranormal like people looking for paranormal is some of it mm -hmm. yeah. anyway yeah interesting hmm. yeah hmm. cool beans. good all right cool we'll beans. read that later because <laughs> we can't read it while we're on the air I know, we can't yeah. So Mike also in the chat room said he goes imagine tubing down a river seeing a shoe float by and grabbing it I wouldn't, but okay, someone did. And it's still attached, I'm guessing, to what was in it. And he said it happened to someone he knew. Yeshi. Yuck. Right. No. Right. Ah! Yeah. I, yeah. Creepy. Creepy, 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 creepy. Yeah. And, you know, I've often said that I run into spirits up at Silverwood, you know, because, you know, there was a, one of the kids I went to school with, his brother um, drowned. And I mean, there were a lot of drownings in Silver Lake because it, there's such a big drop off all of a sudden, you know, and it's a deep lake. It's not a huge lake, but it's a very deep lake. And so when I was a kid, there were a lot of people that drowned in that lake. And they say that the there's tunnels, there's like an underground system that runs from another lake that's uh, about a mile away. It's like a smaller swamp or whatever, but that, that goes all the way under the ground to Silver Lake. And I mean, there's just kinds of all kinds of creepy, creepy things going on. And I don't, nobody's, I haven't heard of anyone drowning there for the last, I don't know, 40 years. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but there were an awful lot when I was a kid. And so, but there are awful lot of spirits up there too, you know, and I know that it's, it's just, there's spirits everywhere, you know, and, but I always wonder if one of those spirits is the brother of that one that I went to school with, you know, mm. I always think that when I see him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Eek. Yeah. Kinds of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, it's it seems like everybody in the chat room has known of or been around someone when there's been a drowning and it's like, gosh, I suppose we're in the land of 10,000 lakes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's interesting what this has become like a topic. I know. From now. I know. <laughs> so I think we did a show on haunt, like haunted lakes, right? Mm-hmm. I think we did a long time ago. And it's interesting to hear, you know, and I don't want anyone to drown. It's terrible if someone does drown um, to see if they're still around, you know, if there's activity too. It's interesting to hear about that. Yep. Yep. And, you know, there is, you know, like I say, I, I don't see them often, but every once in a while, I'll see one kind of walking around up there. And then there's that creature. And I didn't get out there this year to see if I could, you know, figure out what it was. But last year, remember that one that chased me all the way through the woods? I'm surprised I didn't fall and break my leg, you know, because yeah, I really yeah. shook me, really mm-hmm. shook me, you know. Um, and other this other gal that I see up there quite often with the owls told me the same thing, that she had seen something of a similar nature a few times you know I'm kind of the same area in a different area and I'm like oh I have to get to the bottom of this you know mm-hmm. so and I did I just didn't have the time this year to actually get out there you know at yeah. night at night because I yeah. didn't want to do it alone you know <laughs> well and there was just so you much, shouldn't <laughs> no and there was just so much going on and it's not you know it's it's because I was shook I was a little scared you know so like I said, I'm so thankful I didn't fall down and break my leg halfway down the hill, you know? <laughs> right. But, um, right. Yeah. So there's kind of a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff going on over there. Really. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I wanted to put up, since we're sharing loads of links tonight, we should have like link, link smorgasbord night. here. Yeah. Um, I want to share a link from something I just saw this, I don't know. This week, uh, yesterday, I think it was, I saw it, maybe it was today, that I saw this link for the best James Webb Space Telescope photos from 2023. Ooh. And so I wanted to put the link out there for those in the chat room. And it's from uh, petapixel.com. I'll share in case you're listening to the the podcast after this so you can grab this uh, mm-hmm. article because the photos are cool. And, you know, I'm just fascinated with this mm-hmm this um, space telescope. It's just amazing the photos that they're getting from just such a short amount of time that's opened up so many more questions. And um, they've been able to learn so much about the the creation of the universe. And it's opened up so many uh, pathways. They've found, and I'm scrolling through some of this, different, um, they said... Um, Space Telescope identified six galaxies 500 to 700 million years after the Big Bang. They found six new galaxies with this. Mm -hmm. This is all just in the last year. Like, wow, that's so unbelievable. And and they're ancient. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable. So uh, they've seen, they took this cool picture. If you're on this link or you go to this link, um, it's a star right before it goes supernova Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful this photo is just beautiful and um they've taken pictures of new pictures of jupiter new pictures saturn yeah they have the the question mark uh galaxy that um it looks like a 
uh, cosmic question mark, but it's really what they think of as a couple of, um, what are they, get a couple of galaxies that kind of merge together. So the photo looks like it's a question mark, but really it's a couple of galaxies. Couple of galaxies merge together to make galaxies. this teeny, so, teeny <laughs> question mark so, in this photo. Yeah. And it's galaxies in this thing. It's like, wow, so cool. So, well, yeah, yeah and this one fun. picture shows 45,000 galaxies. Okay. Yeah, right. It's like Star Wars, right? It's like yeah. Star Wars, literally, totally. you know, Total. but it's real life, you know? Yep. And yeah, that is amazing. Have... It's a cool picture that's supernova, but you know, when it's a supernova, that's the end of the, the sun's life, right. you know, yep. which yep. is sad. So if there's any planets around there or beings yep. on those planets, they're probably they're all gone. Yep. You know, yep. And uh, scrolling, if you scroll down, there's some other photos of other cameras that have taken pictures, and then this James Webb comes in and takes a picture. Oh yeah, just and it's just look at Saturn. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's just beautiful. So I'm just fascinated with it. I like looking at these photos. I like that it makes my head spin a little bit because I can't wrap my mind around it. How vast are the universe really is and anyway so i just had to share that i yeah. thought it was i thought it was Look cool jupiter oh jupiter is so beautiful oh my goodness right you had uh, mike in the chat room said it looks like jupiter has northern lights and it does mm -hmm. it looks like the northern lights it does colors it does yeah oh this is amazing yeah absolutely the crab nebula that's in the cancer sign but yeah no very cool. And it's amazing what they're getting pictures of, honestly. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. You know, who knew? Yeah. I mean, 45,000 galaxies in that picture. That's astounding. Yeah. That's just amazing. You know? Yep. It's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I just, I love looking at this stuff. So when I found this collection, I thought, oh, I got to talk about that on the smorgasbord because it's oh, just, yeah. it is kind of like Star Wars. You know, you see this stuff on Star Wars and you think, whoa, that's that's made up it is not made up mm -hmm. it is absolutely not made up mm -hmm. um oh speaking of star wars i think today is uh like science fiction movie day uh let me look here yeah i thought i had seen somewhere science um fiction movie day yeah maybe okay. that's why star wars was on last night i don't know if it's on today but maybe uh, one of the jedi ones was on last night um I thought there was some kind of, uh, <laughs> I thought I had seen it, it somewhere. Probably anyway. Is. Anyway. It probably is. Anyway. But yeah, yeah, no, I love Star Wars. Love Star Wars. Every time I see one on, I have to sit and watch it. And of course, my, was it last week or the week before? I don't remember. They had the very last one of the newest series on, you know, when um, they were battling and they won, of course, you know, but it's the whole, oh, you know, they, they were together and then he died and then Ray was all by herself. And oh, my God, it was just I my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> I cry every time I see it, you know. But yeah, I love Star Wars. I've always been a Star Wars junkie. Um, yeah, yeah, I looked at I looked at science fiction day, not science fiction movie day. Apparently, yep. I just added movie, but um, it's science fiction. Yeah. Science fiction day. There, there we go. Love it. Yep. Eat your heart out, Spielberg. The universe is better. <laughs> remember one of the first. Remember Close Encounters of the Third Time. Did you see that when it first mm -hmm. came out all those yeah. years ago? Do 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 do. So we all still do the 
the hand thing, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that was cool too. Long movie. Um, well, yeah. So anyway, I had to share that because I thought it was cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And if, so, you, if you guys listening, if you're not checking out the, the Facebook page or I'm sure Instagram has one too. I'm just not following that one. Um, follow it because there's some cool photos that get posted and cool discussions. I don't know. So. Yeah. So speaking of, um, you know, things out in outer space, one of the other articles I ran into before the show is um, several pictures that are supposedly of incapacitated aliens. And this was, this article was published on December 8th. And if you look at it, it's in the singular 4tn.com news. Um, So for people listening, if you're on a computer and you're a computer, but you're not in our chat room, you can probably get in there. Um, And they show these supposedly incapacitated aliens laying on a bed. What do you think? Let's talk. So I have a couple of thoughts about this. What I don't understand. Okay. We just got done talking about how big the universe is, right? Yep. Yep. So why does every alien that has apparently been photographed look a lot like the human form? Yes. What are the odds? Yes. With yes. all the different ways life can can move and form mm-hmm. and shift, why would every single ent- extraterrestrial being have a similar body sh- shape type as humans? Two legs, two arms, torso, mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. eyes, two eyes, a mouth, some kind of breathing structure, mm-hmm. nose, mm-hmm. whatever. I think it's highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. So. I do too. Are these made up to have us believe? You know, I mean, humans are incredibly creative and then incredibly not creative, you know, because we get some like we get it in our head that aliens have to look like us because we can't we can't wrap our minds around looking like something else. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm going to give <laughs> Mike in the chat room gave, you know, Spielberg. He's like, oh, universe is better. Well, in in making up aliens, Spielberg is better on this one. Than, mm-hmm. than anything because mm-hmm. we that's what I think you know is that there should be aliens looking like all different beings shapes whatever so is this fabrication possibly or maybe now would this be considered alien or not is this us you know as we've transformed mutated whatever from the future coming back mm-hmm. time travel and it's actually humans that have mutated or evolved or whatever maybe hundreds of thousands of years and that's what we look like and we can time travel and so here we come back and messing around trying to you know when you poke at the at the fibers of the the past it changes the future maybe that's what they're doing if it's us and i don't know i'm just throwing it out there because i just can't imagine that aliens are going to look that much like us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so yeah, I don't I don't know. And, you know, time travel is something we said we want to have another show about because mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, that's a good idea. Maybe all these things, all these creatures that they think are aliens are really humans time traveling back from, you know, 10,000 years from now. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know. Right. I mean, these creatures seem to have like 
wispy, almost feather-like arms and hands. I've never seen one like that before. That's pretty interesting. But um, I don't know. It's interesting. Let's just say that. It's interesting. Um, or maybe they're ancestors. Hmm. And so what... Um... Mike was saying in there that maybe there are ancestors and that's panspermia. And I think that's how you say it, which is, you know, that basically uh, it's like little seeds are dispersed throughout the whole universe coming from one source. So we all have this similar makeup, you mm-hmm. know, just slightly different based on where the seeds land, right? Ours landed right. on earth. So we start looking like this, even right. though there's evidence that we didn't always look like this, right? you know, that we've, sh- we've shifted and changed. So anyway, yeah, I mean, it could be that, you know, that's why. So that's why I like talking about this, because could that be why whatever we find alien-wise kind of looks like us? Mm-hmm. Sure. I still think that it's, considering how many different forms of life are on this planet alone Yeah. that don't have the makeup of, you know, two arms, two legs, a torso, breathing above ground, two eyes, a mouth, you know, you know, there's other forms of life here that don't look like that. So that aren't biped, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I think that it's not likely. I don't have any scientific data to back up my idea. Yeah. I just, I I thought, yeah, it's, yeah. And, um, Jerry said, Jerry pointed out that they kind of look like Egyptian mummies, which we've all seen Egyptian mummies. And yeah, they do kind of look like that, actually. They don't have those feathery things going on with the arms. I mean, that's all kind of interesting, but they do kind of look mummified, you know, like. Mm-hmm. A, so I could definitely see that. Yeah. And that actually looks more likely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they're just mummified humans. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, I don't know what the wispy stuff is, but interesting. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I have a hard time believing they're aliens, but. Yeah, our bodies can do weird things when they're mm-hmm. in different states of decay or preservation, you know. So you think, oh, these eye sockets look really big. The mouths look really small. Well, maybe they had some kind of deficiency. Mm-hmm. So they didn't look like everybody else when they were alive and then they're preserved mummified whatever and then they they look like they do in those photos so Mm -hmm. anyway yeah cool though yeah so if anybody's listening to the show live or if you listen to the podcast later um go to the singular 14 uh, website and you'll be able to actually see all these photos. And I'll put a link to that website up on the Facebook page when I, when we put the podcast up so that you can go there because they do have some, um, and they always have interesting things, whether they're real or not, we just really don't know, but they do have a lot of cool supernatural things on that website. So mm-hmm. real or not. Cool. You decide, make the decision. Um, and the other thing I just wanted to throw in there, because we were talking about it before the show, is Oak Island, you know, and we talked about how they've been doing this for how many years, 12 years now, and they're still on TV and they're still, you know, shredding away at that island. Do we think they're ever going to find anything 
significant. I mean, they keep finding cool things, you know, coins and belt buckles and bullets and and this kind of thing. But they haven't really found anything that's amazing, right? Unless they have in the last couple of years and I haven't heard about it because I stopped watching. Right. Because <laughs> I can't. Right. No. Yeah. I think we would have heard. It would have been all over, right? You know? So I don't think that's the case. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I should catch up on that show because I haven't watched it for several years. But because it's more of the same all the time. It's more they get you all excited about it and then you watch the next week and it's like, oh, nothing really. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's an interesting show, but the one of the reasons that I, I can't watch it, right? I mean, I haven't watched it too, is and you had talked about it, I mentioned it before the show, is they're just pillaging that island. And yes. I don't it doesn't no. matter if that it's just a small fraction of the island, I would believe that's not the case. I but I I just I can't see that ripping this island no. up layer by layer is no. the right thing to do. That is the money that, that important that you're willing to destroy this island? Right. I don't know. I, I don't think so. And for oh, how much yeah. money they're spending on it, I know. If they know. do find a treasure, are they still in the hole or are people donating all their time for this? I don't know because don't know. they seem to think that this is going to be some big payout. But I don't know, 12 years of hauling all that equipment, all the people's millions time. And millions. And millions and millions of dollars. So even if right. they found something super cool, I mean, unless it's the Ark of the Covenant or something, I mean, they've already way overspent what anything could have been worth, I think. You That's know, what I'm yes, wondering. it would what be you... cool. It'd be cool for them to find something. But honestly, you know, it wouldn't be worth anything now, you know. Well, and at the expense said. of the earth there, the animals, yes. the... But, you know... It's the same way, and so it goes against my grain, but, you know, like the gold show, like the gold mining shows, too, you know, they mm -hmm. rip up Mama Earth up there, like, and they leave it. You know, they dig, and they dig, and they dig, and they put all these horrific scars on the land, and they, you know, get their gold, and then Mama's left just all broken. It's just sad. It's just horrific. Oh my gosh. We could be on a tangent with this for another show. We'll save it. <laughs> we, could, we could. Oh, my gosh. All right. And Jerry's also saying that on ancient aliens, people looked like that when they moved from Mars to Earth. Okay. But, you know, but. All right. So thank you for listening, everybody, to our first Paranormal Smorgasbord of 2024. Um, thank you to all of the troops who may be listening. And please be safe. Thank you so much for your service. And thanks, everybody, in the chat room for your contributions. It was quite chatty tonight, so yes. awesome. And yes. everybody listening out there, wherever you are, thanks so much for tuning in to our show. Para-X Radio Network, thank you for hosting us. And Sarge is the most amazing producer on the planet. Thanks for kicking us off on a great 2024. Absolutely. Good night, everyone. Have a good week. <laughs>